What is up, guys? It's Pete Mundo of HeartlandCollegeSports.com, and appreciate you downloading the podcast this week, being a part of the show. Football's back, baby. And we're brought to you by BetNow.eu. I'm placing my Big 12 bets there. I hope you do as well. Use the promo code HEARTLAND for a 100% sign-up bonus. They just double your money. They put it right in there. I've been using them. They're taking care of us, and um, we appreciate you. So BetNow.eu, promo code HEARTLAND to get involved on the gambling front. And then, if you haven't, please rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. I can't thank you enough for doing that. We are seeing a big increase in the podcast downloads because of you doing that. The grassroots continues. And if you do it, send me a screenshot of your review to Pete Mundo at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I will send you in the mail a Heartland College Sports koozie. It's a great deal. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the show. Well, let's keep it going and speak to a guy who's got a lot of insights on a team that in week one did not have a good start to the season. That's the Texas Tech Red Raiders. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of HeartlandCollegeSports.com, your independent Big 12 digital media outlet. And let's welcome in Jared Johnson, publisher inside the Red Raiders.com. Jared, always appreciate a few minutes. So the 20-point loss to Ole Miss in week one. What was most concerning to you from what you saw last weekend in that loss? Yeah, first off, Pete, thanks for having me up on the show, man. I always enjoy being on, so thanks. Yeah, as far as what was concerning, Pete, uh, you know, pretty much everything was <laughs> concerning for Red Raider fans. But I think for me, what was most surprising was the struggle against the run. The Red Raiders gave up 210 yards. On the ground, they gave up 7.5 yards per carry, which is uh, more than three yards more uh, per carry that they allowed last season. So they had a worse game last week against the run than they had all of last season. So that was something that Tech expected to still be good at. They brought back, you know, 10 of 11 starters on defense. So that was something they expected to still be very good at. And Needless to say, Saturday, they were not. And that was that was very surprising for me. Well, let's talk about Cliff Kingsbury's reaction. We know, and Cliff Kingsbury knows, Jarrett, that he's got to win this year to keep his job in 2019. I mean, it's, it's very obvious. He admitted as much as big, at Big 12 Media Days. This game is obviously a big blow to making a bowl game, which is probably the minimum that he might have to do to keep his job. Uh, what's been the chatter around that since Saturday's performance? Yeah, I mean, well, it depends on who you ask. If you ask, like, the players on the team or, the you know, uh, Kingsbury, they, they, you know, they're all going to keep it positive publicly. Um, I think the fact that they lost to Ole Miss is one thing, but the way they lost, like you like you mentioned, you know, the penalties, um, really sloppy play. I mean, guys were struggling just to keep their feet on defense. It looked like, for example, on, on defense, uh, the team of – two years ago and three years ago, not last year. And then, of course, you know, McLean Carter went down, so you had a you know, true freshman out there at quarterback. Um, offensive line didn't perform kind of as well as uh, uh, as I think we were expecting. So I don't want to say panic, but you have Lamar this week, which, you know, hopefully they can get right and get some confidence and win that game, of course. Uh, but then you have Houston at home, and then you really start a gauntlet. You have uh, – at Oklahoma State, West Virginia at home, then a bye, and then at TCU. So 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's what everyone's wondering is, it, you know, uh, people have been asking me, let's put it that way, is Kingsbury going to survive the season? And I, you know, I don't have an answer for you. That's Kirby Hokut's question there because uh, it has been kind of strange, I guess, the way the the program has gone the last couple of years. Coming off two losing seasons, um, really bad start here in the opener. It's, you know, it's not a good look, and there is concerns about the future of the program, no doubt. All right. Well, we are being joined by Jared Johnson inside the RedRaiders.com. So, Jared, with this Texas Tech team, with this Texas Tech program, you look at it, you move forward. Of course, I'm trying to figure out what's going on at quarterback. Alan Bowman, a true freshman, stepped in for the injured McLean Carter last week. Uh, what's the deal with Jet Duffy? I thought he was the backup. It looked like he was in a in a race with Carter to be the starter, and then Kingsbury turns to Bowman. What's going on there with the uh, musical chairs at quarterback? You know, really, I heard going into the game that he was that that Bowman was the backup and that Jet was third string. So, you know, I didn't necessarily report that uh, publicly, but I had heard that. Um, and then, of course, it came to fruition for everybody there on, on you know on ESPN there um, when McLean went down the first quarter. And you know what? I think for being a true freshman, considering the situation, I thought Alan Bowman actually played well. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, there are a lot of things to complain about in that game Saturday. And honestly, after all the consternation about quarterback, that's way down my list of, uh, I guess, complaints, if you, if you will, for lack of a better term, about about the way Texas Tech played uh, on Saturday. I mean, I thought they played uh, okay Saturday, at, at least I could say that. What else then is on your list of, you know, we talk about some of the concerns you saw in the run defense, you know, what else is on that list after uh, between the run defense and the quarterback at the bottom of the list? Well, special teams is, is still a problem. You know, I mean, they brought in a new special teams coach, Adam Shire. There was all this positivity in the offseason, but you have a, uh, a scholarship punter who kicked two, who shanked two balls out of bounds. Um, he can't keep it in play for some reason. Um, that's disconcerting, like I said, scholarship punter can't keep the ball uh, inbounds, and then you also allowed a, a kickoff return for a touchdown. So that was that was uh, troubling. Now your kicker, Clayton Hatfield, he missed a lot last season, which was a big problem for you uh, with a hip flexor injury. He's been healthy. He came in. He made two kicks. Two of his kickoffs were for touchbacks, but, I mean, when you have a punter who can't kick the ball inbounds and then you're allowing uh, teams to return kicks on you, special teams – are still a problem. Jared Johnson inside the Red Raiders.com joining us covers uh, Texas Tech. So, Jared, as we kind of look ahead here, Lamar should be an easy win. I mean, we like to think no matter what goes wrong, uh, they should take care of business this coming Saturday. You mentioned the schedule toughening up after that in a big way. And yeah. any of, even Houston, I mean, look at what Ed Oliver's doing on that defensive line for that program. They have good players. It's one of the better group of five teams. So, realistically, when you're looking at this team now and reevaluating them after week one, have you changed your outlook for what this team can be this year? Well, I, you know, it's, it was week one, so I hate to go overboard um, either way, and I would say that if they had won. Um, but they looked – you brought it up. They looked, the, the, the way they looked unprepared uh, looked familiar. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. looked like some of the – the eggs that they've laid now they've 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 risen up before and like like they did in Austin last year they've had good games where they play well and Arizona State last year where you know they look like a quality football team and they are prepared 
But then you have games like you had Saturday, and this is a veteran team. It's not like you had this young team, um, you know, their eyes wide open. I mean, you brought back, I think, like 17 or 18 starters from the year before. So, I mean, come on, you know. Uh, I, it's hard to explain. But looking looking ahead, I, I still see them. I, I, I had them winning six games before the season. I certainly don't, I don't have them winning more than seven now or six more now uh, after – after seeing how they played Saturday, but yeah. uh, that Houston game is, is critical. Yep. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to overstate it, but I do want to get my point across that Tech, if they want to have a season, if they want to continue with Kingsbury, if they want to, um, like you said, be bowl eligible and all this, they, they, I, I, and this is no disrespect to Houston because they are a quality program, but they have to win that game at home mm-hmm. before they start this Big Twelve schedule, or or they're not going to have a good season. No, no doubt I mean, about that's it. That's clear to me. Yep, it's uh, it's it's clear as day. So we're being joined by Jared Johnson inside the RedRaiders.com covers Texas Tech. So, uh, Jared, let's just look then at Kingsbury. You mentioned the six wins. We know that Hocut and this um, entire administration, the folks calling the shots, they want Cliff Kingsbury to succeed. I mean, that win against Texas was huge last year. It gave him a reason to bring him back. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I know there's not a definitive number, and it's a lot more black and white than saying win X amount of games. But what do you think Cliff Kingsbury has to do? Does it have to be bowl eligible and then, you know, maybe a couple of really close losses to an Oklahoma or a TCU or something like that that, that keeps keeps this momentum, keeps Kingsbury, Kingsbury in his place? Or does he need seven, eight-plus wins? You know, Honestly, after the way I've seen them manage this position the last two years, I'd be lying if I said I had an idea of what they're actually doing. You know what I mean? I'm just being honest. They said, Kirby Hokan has said that uh, Kingsbury does things the right way. And like you said, everybody likes Cliff Kingsbury. I like and respect the heck out of Cliff Kingsbury. But he's 30 and 34. Um, I believe he's 16 and 29 in the Big 12. Um, I think they've won one home Big 12 game in the last two seasons. Oh, that, these are just facts. Those are numbers that are hard to take up for. So I think at minimum, you uh, and this is an assumption on my part, I do not know this, I would think you'd have to at least win six games. He'd have to at least win six games and go to a bowl to 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 keep his job because they're already coming off of the first back-to-back, you know, losing seasons um, in, in the, this program for in, in over three decades. So three losing seasons back-to-back, I don't know – I guess what are you defending? Why why are you bringing that back? Why mm-hmm. why is that returning? So uh, it, that's just that's just my assumption. I don't know that mm-hmm. for a fact. And as far as how close they'd have to be with other teams, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know the answer to that, to be honest. Well, it's going to be fascinating to follow and watch it unfold <laughs> in the uh, in the coming weeks and months. And Jared, always appreciate a few minutes. Thanks so much for your time. Yes, Pete. Always enjoy being on the show. Thank you. He's Jarrett Johnson inside the RedRaiders.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Please do rate, review, subscribe, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I will send you that koozie. All you got to do is screenshot me your review to Pete Mundo at HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you soon.